The Self Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Credit card, ran through her, parked the scooter, Listen. let the other homeboy <laughs> pick it up. Pop it up, it's all good, man. She's she's lime scootering that shit. That is a horrible thing to give say. A shit. Hey, tell me I'm wrong. You're you're wrong. I kept telling you you're wrong. Here we go, Cam with this fake PC shit. Here but, we go. No, I told no. you that before. You, I hit the button. How is it fake PC? That's really how I feel. No, it's not how you feel. Are you gonna tell me how I feel? Because I know it's not how you feel. I know you already. What if I, what if I said what if I said to the contrary? Huh? What if I said to the contrary? Well, not nothing specifically right now, but eight, <laughs> ten years ago. Eight, I was eight, ten years ago is a long time to develop. And like, I'm still the same person I was eight, ten years ago. Except I don't go to a vacation Bible school asking where the hoes at. I haven't. Yeah, you were doing that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not. You're not wrong for not feeling different about that. In like over ten years, I think it's hilarious. I, I feel very differently. Like not even ten years. Like. 15 years ago, I feel like I just knew so little about the world. Are you full of shit? And now, no. I, I mean, what did I know? I was a stupid kid. Oh, true. Um, But now, I do feel like... More knowledgeable. I mean, just more experience. Like, being around different people. Seeing how they live. Um, seeing what they will and won't accept. Like, seeing what... Like relationships mean to them, and not just like sexual relationships, but just like relationships. Um, it's kind of like okay, like I I, I get it. Um, I can't talk about everything. Um, okay, I'm doing a volume check. Give me a second. Say something to the people. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Peanut, oh, the true host of the South Congress podcast. The reason why people listen wasn't for me. Who knows? Nobody would listen to this shit. I know I wouldn't. If I wasn't on this shit, I wouldn't listen to it. Okay, host, what episode is this? <clears throat> this is episode 44. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you Suck know my something. balls. <laughs> you better shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. I kick your ass. I'm be the first person to get beat up live on mm-hmm. the air. Let's go, Hochies. You're slamming tech yeah. now? My bad. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. So. My bad, microphone. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll slam his head next time. Not wow. So. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, just just sticking to kind of what we were talking about, though. Like, I just, uh, like, we'll talk about Dwight Howard. We'll talk Eek. about Aaron Rodgers. Like, it, it's just, mm. I don't know. Access to people, the things we know about people, the thing we use to determine how we feel about people. Yeah. Like, that's all called into question so often lately. Um, but, yeah, like, some deep dives are happening today. Before that happens... South Congress, shut up. South Congress podcast. You need some water? No, I got sweet tea. I'm good. <laughs> That's the fucking problem. South Congress podcast episode 44. <sighs> My name is Cameron. And I'm the peanut teen dream. So, peanut, how was your Thanksgiving? Really good. Very Texan slash Mexican uh, Thanksgiving. First uh, one I had at lunch with my aunt and uncle's house. And instead of turkey... We have brisket and a whole chicken. Okay. And that shit was dope. Yeah. And then for dinner, my dad came through with a smoked turkey. That was okay. But overall, I'm not going to lie for Thanksgiving, brisket over turkey any day. Hmm. Okay. What about you? 
I did the Bridget <clears throat> thing like last week. Um, I went to I went to my man Jay's house. Shout out to Jay. What up, Jay? Um, like his sister always hosts Thanksgiving at her place. So, nice. Uh, yeah, he smoked two turkeys. And that was mm. really good and ham, like the whole nine. It was it was a it was a good time and like being around like his family who I've known since I was like seventeen and just watching like his, you know, sister's kids grow up and watching like their kids now grow up. Like it's uh it's cool, it's kinda surreal, but that's just a great family to be around. Um I love that they kinda accept me as like, you know, an extended part of the family. Um just Great people. It's funny. Jay was Jay was in the house listening to this show. Uh-huh. And his mom was like, Yo, what are you listening to? She's like, Oh, that's uh it's Cameron and his boy Pete that they have a podcast. And then one of us said something just wrong. She was like, Oh my god, they're nasty. <laughs> it was probably me that said something wrong, nasty. I'm more than willing to bet it was probably me. Yeah, it was kinda it was kinda wild, like to because <laughs> I love his mom, but it was like, Yeah, we were being ourselves. But no, that was a good time. Um yeah, so, I mean, where do we even start? I start with Takashi Six Nine, right? Jeez. Um. So like last uh last Friday, not Black Friday, but Friday mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Like he was on the Breakfast Club, and um, you know, talking about his success, talking about firing his management, um, talking about people basically robbing him. <clears throat> this is Friday. Uh, Saturday, he's indicted on <laughs> RICO charges. I give it his people bye, and, and bye. people who aren't familiar. Um, basically, it's like a racketeering case. Um, very few people. You just gonna slap your feet together the whole episode? Put your how tall are you? <laughs> Put your feet somewhere. Um, but yeah, he uh, enough to reach the ground. Caught a racketeering case and like people don't beat those. No, like if you're indicted on federal charges, typically unless yeah. By some miracle, something happens. You're doing some type of time. You're doing um, time, and you're losing the bag. What's kind of been said was that like he was transferred to a different facility from when he was arrested. That's normally the facility you go to when you agree to turn witness. Now, I'm snitching. Certainly, I'm certainly not saying that's what he's doing. No, he's definitely snitching at this point. What I am saying is. He's never struck me as an actual tough person. Fuck no. That's why he got um, robbed. That's what well, people's taken from him. Yeah. Shit, I would take from him and punch him in the eye every time I met him. A lot of people who I think could really beat me up in real life have been extorted. Like, I'll say yeah. that much. That, yeah, that, that's, that's fine. a possibility. But, but him himself, he's never struck me as like a tough person. Like, you no. saw the pictures from when he, before he had tattoos and rainbow hair. Um,. Which is not to say he doesn't have like associates who really like are in the streets, but he just never struck me like that. You couple that with um, sexual assault charges that he had. You couple that with that TMZ video of him seeming to like order a hit on somebody. There's a lot of stuff going on with this kid. And if they find that the money he was making from entertainment was used to fund any type of criminal activity... Like, if any of that money was given done for something, yeah, then it's a wrap. And it's like, you know, what a whirlwind year for this kid. Um, the reason that it kind of relates to us, like, we've been talking about it, and it's something we want to do. Um, so a guy that we 
kind of grew up around, spent a lot of time with, mm-hmm. recently was released from prison on like a 10-year stint. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good um, guy. Like, I feel like we can say mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like attempted murder because it's it's public record. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he did like 10 years. And so now he's out and, you know, he was doing music before he went in. The way you could do music 10 years ago, um, you know, selling CDs, $10 a pop out of your trunk, that's not happens today. Even though people still do that, like music is so digital and a lot of it is based on social media presence, which he's like building now. And I'm just, I'm really curious to hear his take on the climate of music. Um, and, and just the world. So that's something we're working on. Um, something we're looking to put together. So kind of stay tuned for that. But I still listen to his music, by the way. It was always good music. Yeah, I have a lot of his tracks on Spotify and um, even bought some on iTunes. One, one good thing that did happen with him, he did have people around him who it wasn't lip service. And this is another thing about Takashi. When Takashi, if he goes to prison, I feel like all the people who you see around him right now aren't going to be trying to keep his name hot out here. No. Like, I feel like when you look at somebody, you feel like you know who their friends are. Like, you don't... One of the jokes that you have towards me is that, like, I'm cool with everybody. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm friendly with everybody. I talk to everybody. But I'm not, like, in pictures with everybody i'm not the type of person who i'll get on social media and be like oh this is my bro you know what i'm saying like, yeah true i yeah i'll give you that one even though i'm good with a lot of people like <clears throat> I'm, I'm close to very few people um and i think it kind of has to be like that because something goes left you you're doing yourself a disservice by thinking everybody's gonna have your back when it happens you know what i'm saying so one thing good about the guy we know, it seemed like a lot of people really cared about him. They kept his name out here. They were screaming free him. I, that's a different conversation for another time. Yep. Freeing people is always an interesting conversation. But mm-hmm. um, kept his music out there, kept his name out there. So now that he's home, it's the same people. Um, and it doesn't seem fake. It all seems genuine. So, you know, good on him. Yeah, well, I mean, even before that, all that thing, all that went down, he was, he was a good guy. I mean, the, the whole, really the whole group was. I mean, because, like, we've actually met them. Yeah, we never really had a We've talked to them. Yeah, that's what I said. It, it was always love. It was always cool. You know, yeah. it, it was, like, they're genuinely good people. At the same time, uh, I would definitely never want to piss any of them off. <laughs> so, but, I mean, like I said, overall, I mean, they're good people. And they, they're just always going to have that loyal fan base because they've always kept a neighborhood. They, they've never... You know, try to switch anything up. Like they stay true to who they were, mm-hmm. which you know, big you know, big props to that. Speaking of being true to who you are, mm-hmm. let's talk about Dwight Howard. Oh shit! So I'll say this: I don't care. Yeah, that angelic shit is crazy. Oh shit! We need a sound clip. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this to start. It seems like the story's not true. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to follow that by saying, I don't care. Because <laughs> funny is funny, damn it. Um, and by funny, I mean... <laughs> so, basically, here's what happened. Twitter account you've never heard of gets on Twitter yesterday. And basically says, you know, I'm a trans woman. And 
All you've done is make extra noise this episode. You okay. could you could have just left that there. I'm gonna leave it there. I'll wait till you're done. No, go ahead. Thank you. You are you getting the gla- <sighs> So okay. So, as I'm telling this story, Twitter account comes out. Basically says, Hi, I'm a trans woman. I've been dealing with Dwight Howard for X amount of months to a year. And basically he's threatening my life via proxy right now. Um, so it basically was, you know, we met on social media, exchanged pictures, started to deal with each other. Um, and I found out he was going to like trans sex parties and didn't want to deal with him anymore because I felt like he was putting himself at unnecessary risk and therefore putting me at risk. And basically I was threatened. My life was threatened through somebody pretending to be him. That was actually one of his representatives. Now the memes flew. Oh yeah. Um, as they would, and I think shits were very, very funny. Oh, hell yeah. Um, that but Rugrats one was the best one. Here's the interesting part about it all to me. Um, it turned to people speculating if his sexual preferences are why people labeled him a bad teammate and a cancer. And I'm like, that's possible, but... Who you're having sex with doesn't affect how you play on the court. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, he can fuck whoever he wants, but if he's not getting the numbers that he's normally doing, like. No, yeah. It's it's a thing where, like, basketball is still a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't. I think we all have uh, coworkers who aren't, don't identify as heterosexual. Yeah. I'm still very good at their jobs. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It, yeah. it changes nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like if I were to just strictly say, you know what? I'm only going to fuck married women. I can still teach and coach my ass off. It's not going to change anything. I know some people who are very good at their jobs who only yep. have sex with women who are married to others. Yeah, and that's fine. <laughs> I, I'm That's perfectly fine with that. So I'm not married. Well, yeah, so, hey, do it. Yeah, and it, it turned into a larger conversation about why is it that We question the type of person he is because he chooses to be with trans women. And my thing was like, look, I question the type of person he is because he's always been a cornball. <laughs> with with a, a Bible-thumping cornball with a thousand kids because he doesn't use protection. That's what I judge. <laughs> it's not who you're having sex with. It's how you're having sex that's the issue. He's like low key Mexican, seriously. <laughs> yeah, with, with <laughs> all no, them kids and shit. I, I feel like it's that's not a joke that I can tell. That's a joke I can tell. However, I can say this. Hey, you've been in San Antonio long enough. Well, I, Go I, ahead. I, yeah, yeah. This. Let the shit fly. I don't if we care. We were in San Antonio, and all of a sudden there was a seven foot tall, uh, a seven foot tall Mexican guy with abs and shoulders as big as his room. I feel like he might have a couple of kids. <laughs> he might not. He wouldn't be able to get out of his house. <laughs> his house would look like the outside of Magic Johnson's hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Oh, yeah. That would that would be a cheat code, boy. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's a creative player on Madden right there. Well, FIFA. 
But yeah. Can you imagine that person <laughs> trying to go to Ingram Park Mall? Oh boy. Wouldn't make it out, dog. No. Oh my goodness. Wouldn't make it out with at least impregnating one woman. Seven feet in a tall tee and shell toes. And Jinko jeans with the flame head on them. There's no stopping them. In the in the chain wallet. In <laughs> the in the spike Goku hair in two thousand and four. Oh no shit. stopping that boy. No. Getting all yeah. pussy. Yeah, good good luck, Juan. Um, so <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just that thing where in twenty eighteen we still have this thing about everything's weird if it's not a man and a woman. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is like there are so many bad relationships relationships between men and women mm-hmm. that even though women are my preference, I don't look at anybody funny for not having a heterosexual relationship. Now, I'll crack a fucking joke. <laughs> I will, but I, I crack jokes about heterosexual relationships too because they're still really weird and based on this weird patriarchy thing and needing to fit in and they have all kinds of problems with those. True. I'm still going to get my jokes off about just about everybody, but yeah, I, I mean... I think that the easiest way to procreate is a man and woman having sex. Um, But I don't think sex is all about procreation. As a matter of fact, I think most of the time we're having sex, we're not thinking about making a baby. No, we're just trying to get a nut off. That's why you're a good (laughs) co-host. That's why I'm the good host. Because you could just say it. That's fine, yeah. No, I'll take the heat for it. Yeah, yeah. And and, and no, like it's just... Again... Dwight Howard choosing to sleep with trans women is like the eighth thing I'd say was different about him. Like, ever since that one press conference uh, with Stan Van Gundy, where Stan Van Gundy's talking about the issues they have, and Dwight comes in and gives him a hug and a smile, I knew he was a piece of garbage. So, whether or not any of this is true about him sleeping with trans women or not, he's already a weirdo. Yeah, no, I mean, he can sleep and do whatever he wants. And sleeping with trans women is not weird. Having your man threaten a trans woman if she doesn't sign a non-disclosure about sleeping with you, that's weird. Yeah. (laughs) That's the issue. So, yeah. um, Yeah, you got it. Well, let's say at the same time, well, let me ask you this. Do we ever get to a point where we just kind of sit back and... No matter if it's a regular person or a celebrity, we just kind of sit back and say, hey, you know what? Let's not put this business out in the streets. Well, what do you mean? Do you okay, mean so do we get to the point where like, people people can actually do these things discreetly without the person with more to gain talking about it? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah. No, absolutely not. So you're okay um, with all that happening? No, 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 no. We, we don't get past it. What I'm saying is, yeah. as long as, as long as there's something to gain out of a sexual relationship, whether it be man, woman, animal, mineral, or vegetable, mm-hmm. somebody's going to take advantage. Yeah, no, that's, that's I, never going away. Yeah, and, and that's that's kind of what I was leading to is like you know at some point do we just kind of say hey you know what fuck getting this 15 minutes of fame I, I, I fuck the celebrity it is what it is move on Mm-mm. I mean I know in a perfect world that's mm-hmm. how it would that's how it should be but I, like I guess I'm trying to say is like if for some miracle if we somehow make it like I'll be honest I'm really not gonna be trying to fuck any women 
I'm just going to keep it with who yeah. I know and keep pushing. Yeah, no. Because um, I, I feel like, like if, like I said, we were to get famous, and if I were to fuck somebody who I don't really know, just someone like, oh, we just kind of meet out here, like, my shit's fixing to be all up on social media. And I'm oh, not trying I'm, to have I'm, that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm never going, um, you know, if, if I'm ever single again, and you and I, like, you know, we catch that wave, yeah. and the wave catches us. I'm not fucking nobody who didn't try to fuck me when I was 200 pounds plus. Exactly. No, ma'am. <laughs> and I'm not trying to fuck nobody. <laughs> no, ma'am. I'm, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. This is, we're just hot right now. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to fuck nobody, you know, who um, before but, but no, that, I was broke That's the thing, like, a lot of it is, a lot of it's clout. Like, and, and to be fair, like, here's the flip side of it. Typically... In, in a sexual relationship like that, mm-hmm. it's typically the man who is the famous one or the wealthy one, right? Yeah. And so, in turn, it's the woman who spills the beans. Yeah. In turn. Exactly. However, broke men like me and you, like me and you, mm-hmm. we fuck regular chicks and then run and tell everybody we know that we're fucking regular chicks. You feel me? So, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's fucked up both ways. We, we exist in an ecosystem where... Men are more likely to be the person to be told on or exposed at, at that point. Um, I, I don't think so until we get to a point where we can be more in tune. And, and again, you and I can really only speak to a heterosexual relationship because yeah, that's what we know. Exactly. Um, but we'd have to be more in tune with, you know, as as little boys, we would have to get past the boys will be boys stuff. And as little girls we would have to believe that our value um financially can be as much as the same little boys like we like we'd have to be more on an even playing field mm-hmm. for that to go away on both sides um but no just man i know she's married now but if i fuck Topanga, i'm i'm definitely telling <laughs> 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 be right there in the TMZ offices. What's up, baby? It's Cam. No, I wouldn't do that. I might Tell keep Corey that. Tell Matthews. I say he's a fuck nigga. <laughs> <laughs> baby. Yeah. No, no. But I'm saying, but if if I were to be lucky to do some shit like that, no, I'd be something like I would just keep within the circle. But you know, kind of going back to what you said, you know, regular broke women do the same thing with men. And sure. I, and I know this because like it's happened to me. Like there's a certain woman I used to date way back in the day. And her little friends would come up to me like, hey, is it true that, you know, you last this on blah, blah, this? And I'm just like, what the fuck? Just kind of thrown off. And I'm like, uh, sure, whatever. Oh, my God. like you're, She's so lucky. And I'm like, the fuck, man? You know, like I'm like, wait a minute. I thought only guys did this shit. Like, that's when I first realized women yeah, talk too. You better than me because I'd be like, bitch, you know how I give it up. <laughs> well, I didn't know what to do. Like, so I was, I was you know, really just kind of. You know what it is. I was really kind of like stumped. Like, what do I say? What do I do? I was just like, well, yeah. Lies, I mean, it's like, yeah, but. Is it true that you you knocked it off the whole three-day weekend? But you know it's true. You know how I do it. Shaq <laughs> boys come out. Yeah, yeah. Finish with 28 points, 15 rebounds, no bricks. Yeah, talking all that shit. Couple um, three nuts off. Three nuts off. My God. But, yeah, um, that that would be interesting if that ever happened to us. Like, um, something that, you know, I've had to do as something something happened. 
So, and I feel like I can tell this story because mm-hmm. I was I was told quickly to make sure, uh, you know, I take care of that. Yeah. So I posted. I have my own office now. Okay. Um, and you know, I was all hyped about it last week. So I'm like, yo, send me action figures and send me uh, art, like fan art of me, Peanut, Travis, and Rich to put in my office. Somebody in the comments says, um, I'm going to send a big picture of me to put on your wall. Whoa. So Faye texted me. <laughs> she screenshotted it and circled it. And she was like, uh, and I was like, I don't know. I'd like be that. chilling though. And she was like, "Yeah." She was like, "You let these females talk to you any company. You gotta shut that shit down quick." So no, it, it's a thing. Where, Shout out, Adam and Ollie. <laughs> as we've, um, as social media has been good to us, mm-hmm. as the podcast stuff's been good to us, there's more attention. There, there is, and so people are a bit bolder, and you know, it's it's kind of to a point where I have to be like. Eh, Gotta, you know, be cool. Like you gotta, gotta chill out. Um, so yeah. Well, that's one of them good problems, though. Well, I mean, that's gonna kind of happen because with your whole sexy, flexy, light-eyed, non-intimidating factor of you being you, so it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And we've, you know, we're we're, we're still here, so so we've, mm-hmm. we've handled it okay. So um, yeah. Dwight Howard, you're a weirdo. It has nothing to do with who you're having sex with. Uh, sex is wherever you want, but get those to. numbers up and find a team to stay with, please, because doing, you're way too talented to be a journeyman. He was doing all that naked hidden. He could have been working on his post game. <laughs> it's a shame. So Aaron Rodgers, really quick. What happened and, to him now? What did he do now? Leads to an interesting conversation. Okay. Um, he, you know, the fires in Northern California are, I think... They're saying now, I think there were like 91 people confirmed it. Oh, shit. Uh, it's a, a shame. Yeah. Um, it, it's absolutely terrible. And, you know, my thoughts are with those families. Um, and, you know, sure, Aaron Rodgers went to Cal Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely has a lot of relationships, you know, with that part of the country, that part of the state specifically. Mm-hmm. So he does like an ad um, and post it on Twitter about, you know, helping those families out, ways you can donate, ways you can contribute. And his brother who was, you know, backup quarterback in the league for a little bit, Jordan Rodgers, is like, yo, like, this all is kind of empty if, you know, our mom's in Northern California and you won't even answer her phone call. Wow. Well, this is the thing, though. You and I are very fond of our mothers. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Because we're minorities. Most minorities are very fond of the mothers, well, yes. Apparently, that family... Mm-hmm. And I don't know the details, so I'm yeah. just talking from, from far, far away. And this doesn't even have to relate to him directly. He's just kind of the example. Apparently, that family's not super close-knit. Apparently, a lot of things happened, you know, when he was younger and as he got more famous to where they have a very strained relationship. Um, I'm not surprised to hear that. So, I say that to say, like, Aaron Rodgers seems to be this really thoughtful, forward-thinking, understanding white person who gets like, who understands like why players kneel and can articulate why they do it. Like he gets it Mm -hmm. and doesn't like his immediate family. He's one of those way back in the day. um, Oh yeah. Well, like I think the best way to describe him, it was kind of like one of the ways one of my professors uh, described it in um, one of the classes that took uh, desegregation in the South. Mm-hmm. Where basically, I guess, like in the 40s and 50s, you had some basically like the white liberals starting to sprout up, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, 
civil rights this and this, but hey, not in my backyard. Well, no, 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 no. Let me say I this. Feel like, I feel like he's kind of like that he's kind of not. person. No, I think he is. He's, but no, but you're you're saying that based off a of thing I said. No, mm-hmm. he's not. Like I'm, and 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 no. Okay. I maybe maybe not. He's not. No, 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 not even there. He's not Bill Maher. Who oh, is no, that? no, 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 yeah, yeah. no, Bill yeah, Maher yeah, yeah, Bill Maher, yeah. He's not, he's not that. No. Like, Aaron Rodgers is not a uh, white liberal, but it doesn't apply to me. He's not yeah. that. Yeah, Um. No, but all I'm saying is, like, he just doesn't like his mom and dad and brother. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And, and it's funny because, like, it's justified. I say that to say this. Um, I think that People are people have this idea that no matter what happens, no matter what's going on, you have to make sure you keep your family intact. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that anymore. <laughs> I'm definitely like, no, I, I, I love that my mother is like my very best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would never, I'm saying this, like my mother and my sister, I would never, ever, ever have a problem with them so bad that they would not be the most important people to me. Yeah. What I'm saying is I understand how it can go the other way. And it's just, it's so interesting that this thing came back up because it's from a few years ago. Like Aaron Rodgers just is just this phenomenal football player and seems to be a phenomenal person. And the only strikes against him are he's played for a bad coach and he doesn't like his mom. Like I, I, it's 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 the coaching amazing. too bad to be honest. Oh, Mike McCarthy's terrible. No, not what, really. Tell me what offense they run. That's it. Football. I, coach. I, I don't watch. I don't watch Packers games. But if I, if I pulled out another team, you mm-hmm. could kind of you can think in your head for a second and be like, okay. Not, not, honestly, I really don't watch. It's weird. I and I think it's just because of how much time I've spent mm-hmm. working with football. I really don't watch it. I really don't care to watch. it. I'm telling you, nobody yeah. could tell you what they run. Yeah. Like, because they're out there well, playing. They, they got rid of his receivers. Exactly. Like, so. Well, no, they didn't get rid of. No, his, no he, they got rid of Jordy Nelson, but he still has receivers. They don't have a line. They don't have running backs. And they don't have a defense. Like, they, they, they're just not a good football team. They, if they didn't have him, they'd go 1 in 15. For like five years in a row. They'd be terrible. Um, but no, so. This this is where this is all going, right? Mm-hmm. So, my birthday's in three weeks. True. And someone says, "Well, we met your boyfriend like four years ago, and it doesn't seem." That you're going to break up with him like I'd like you to. Wow. So, since that's the case, um, you should bring him to town so we can spend some time together. And your reaction? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Slow down, okay. slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the 14th or the 15th. <laughs> so she says no. He's like, well, why not? He's like, well, that's his birthday. And he says, all the more reason to bring him. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com 
and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. <sighs> so, in an effort... Everybody hates Cam. In an effort to be forthright without being crass. Because I already said in the group chat exactly my words. Oh, yeah. I was cracking up with that shit. I think that a big reason that I'm the way that I am Mm -hmm. is because there's this fundamental idea that I never agreed with. And it's the idea that men of a certain age um, get to decide when things are okay. Like, imagine you and I had a disagreement. Mm -hmm. You tried to talk to me about it multiple times. And I decide four years later that now I'm ready to talk about it. So let's talk. I would have already forgotten what it was at that point. Even if it was like... Uh, but, it, but I mean, if it's a relationship breaking disagreement, yeah. yeah, exactly. And you decide like four years later, hey, let's bury the hatchet. Do you owe it to me to talk to me about it? No. Fuck no. Like, you know Where what? Were you back then? The biggest scam that I've been taught. Vacation Bible School. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah. yeah. The biggest scam I, I've been taught. Mm-hmm. as a kid in school as a kid on the playground as a kid in church was that there's some type of redeeming quality to being the bigger person I don't want to be the bigger person I'm not benefiting anybody being the bigger person what I'm doing is putting a band-aid on a bullet wound mm-hmm. just so you can't see the bullet wound I'm still bleeding to death. Like, whoa, just the arrogance and the ego of someone to think that I've treated you like this for X amount of time. I've pretended basically you don't exist. I've done everything I can to make sure that it's known that I don't approve of you. And hopefully people react to that since none of that worked. Now I think we should be friends. Suck my dick. If you can't beat them, join them. Like, I, I, I can't. I, no, you're not wrong for it. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you can't beat them, join them. My team is full. <laughs> I don't have any roster spots. I, I just, um, I, don't think there, I don't think there's redeeming value in putting up a front in order to make somebody else look good. If I have to deal with the idea that you have a fundamental issue with me, we're going to maintain that. You don't get to feel good about the bad decision you made. You sit it out and, you know, whatever it does to you, I'm fine with it. Yeah. People and, and granted, I'm talking about one person in one situation. But I'm really talking about 
more people in more situations. And it's just kind of a running theme for me, which also means that I don't think everybody's treating me a certain way just to bully me. There's something about me and I don't know what it is. There's something about me that makes men of a certain age react to the things I do like that. And you know what I think it is? What is it? I think it's that I'm able to tell somebody I don't need them. You know what I mean? Like, And I don't think people are used to that. People in this situation. I don't think they're used to somebody saying, oh, you don't like me? That's fine. I'm going to continue to go about my business though. And I also think that if if I'm 50, right, I still think of a 20-year-old as a kid. So I think if I disapprove of a kid that my daughter's going to understand not to be around that kid or my son's going to understand not to be around that kid. I, I think that people think like that and people become adults at a way younger age now than they did earlier. Um, so it's a lot of things mixed in. But, you know, when I first heard it, it's it's is it worse that I wasn't surprised? I, I think that's worse. No, because, I mean, you already knew, you already knew what the deal was going into it. Yeah. And all these years, I mean, you've because I remember you've kind of you've kind of touched base and let us know. So for I this to happen, to yeah, it's just yeah. kind of you're just I mean, at that point, just like, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't surprise you. It shouldn't but it was you. just like the, the idea of, OK, now come spend some time with me. It's just like now because I want to spend time with you or, exactly. or I want to feel better about it. You, let's hang out. And that's no. what it is, because I want to feel better about um, the way I act these past four years. Yeah, mm-hmm. or, or I want to, yeah, I, I want to save face. Because, nah. oh boy, some of the shit you've told us. Yeah. It's, you're a hell of a lot better person than I am. It's a lot. I would have gone to my vehicle and been like, set the GPS to a certain place and, not, and knocked on some doors. And no, like, uh-uh. yeah. And, and my thing was always like, I want to... If your parents hold a certain value strong enough, chances are, whether you agree with it or not, that value's buried somewhere down inside you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I've come to terms with the fact that I'm probably not going to be a perfect dad as much as I want to be. As much as like that's if I had to write down a list of three goals in life, Mm -hmm. dad's probably the first one that comes up. Like it just does, but, and but to be fair, there's no really such thing as a perfect dad. No, 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 yeah. not, and not not perfect. Yeah. What I mean is, there's going to be a time where I don't understand why my a relationship with my child is a certain way, and it could be when they're three, it could be when they're eight, it could be when they're twenty. But there's going to be some aspect of the relationship mm-hmm. that I don't grasp that I think should be better because of the position I'm in. Yeah, And so I, I think what I try to do as a younger man is just hold steadfast to the idea that you being the older person doesn't make you right. You being the one in charge of the bills doesn't make you right. It being your house doesn't make you right. It means you're more powerful, but it yep. doesn't mean you're correct. Exactly. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm 32. I'll be 33 in three weeks. Like, no man has control over me and 
as long as I maintain that, I think I'll be okay. Um, but yeah, like it's it was a crazy weekend surprise. That's pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. It's hilarious, and it's I think it's funny for you because you know me, mm-hmm. and you know like I just think it's even funnier because it's like during your birthday they want to do this shit and they even yeah. know it's your birthday. Oh, even more to come through. Yeah. Like I'm gonna spend my birthday doing that shit. Thought up. Yeah. I, I, again, I think you know me and you know just how I feel about people, how I feel about relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, like that that's what's happening to Cam. Like, <laughs> it sucks. Couldn't it be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, it takes a different type of attitude to kind of to kind of get through this. Last thing I want to talk about. So this is wrestling in Lars Sullivan, right? Lars Sullivan um, has a bunch of message board posts on like a wrestling forum from when he was like 17 18 who lars sullivan is his name who the hell's that newer guy you wouldn't know him. okay but he has all these posts on his message boards that were basically like he was that white guy like most of our immigrants from down south mm-hmm. think that coming to america means they get a free handout um The Black Panthers were a racist criminal organization just like the KKK. Wow. Um, Oh, and, uh, you know, Stephanie McMahon makes me want to come or something like that. So. Gross. Yeah. Like, again, our incel conversation is going to be really interesting. Mm -hmm. But so he works with WWE now. Like in, I of don't, course, of course he does. Because that's what happens, right? That's yeah. Well, because like I said, WWE, I I, well, I don't understand. They didn't know. Of course, until they know. Until, oh, they know. Maybe they did. They do know. Um, They're not stupid. So, but here's the interesting part. Not that he thinks that mm-hmm. was that. Like I posted in the in the uh, Facebook group, right? Yeah. And a substantial amount of people were like, "Well, what did he say that was wrong?" And it was like. Everything, assholes. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not going to do it on this show, mm-hmm. just like I didn't do it on Twitter, just like I won't do it on Facebook. Yeah. Here's how I feel about this. Okay. If you enter a conversation saying that the Black Panthers were the same thing as the Klan, I can't give you energy by responding. That's just, That has to be how you feel, and we have to leave that where it is. Because it's funny. Somebody said that, and I was like, LOL. And they were like, you're saying that because you know it's right. I said, no. I'm no. saying it because. Nowhere near right. Yeah, I'm saying it because I can't. Like, putting energy towards this would be, that would be me insulting myself. You can have it. But no, it's it's interesting how many people are okay passing along false information. Um that's the kind of society we live in nowadays. It's also fascinating that people would believe the wildest of stories because it justifies why they aren't where they want to be in life. You got to understand a lot of people and again like we talked about that's how society is just kind of like there's a lot of people that for whatever reason openly celebrate People who committed treason. And when I say that, these Confederate monuments. Fuck you and fuck your Confederate grandpa, your great grandpa, all that. Fuck them. They were, I'm just getting on the history side because I minor in history. They committed treason. 
they created the Confederacy because they were too cheap and too lazy to work their own crops. And they wanted to justify slavery. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just have someone else do my crops, make 100% profit. So we're going to break away from the United States and cause about 1.2 million people to get killed over this shit. So the Confederacy was the original Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yes. Well, I mean, th- think about it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I fuck with Amazon. Shout out to Amazon. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, it's... Um, I think that because of... People people lose a sense of history, and they choose what history they want to believe. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, it, it kind of fits them. It justifies the way they feel. Mm-hmm. Just like with the whole immigrant debate. A lot of these people that are saying, like, you know, they need to go back to Mexico, this and this. Okay, well, if it wasn't for your great-great-grandfathers and uncles mm-hmm. coming over here, getting a hand. Like, e- even when, you know, like in the early 1900s, when they allowed them to, uh, Europeans to come over here, mm-hmm. They pretty much got a handout. They were, you know, given, yeah, go ahead, you know, make it easy to set up business. Mm-hmm. And it, it's the same story. Just like there's a lot of, like, people, uh, I guess, immigrants coming from, like, you know, the Mexico border. They don't have as much money in their pocket. They're doing whatever they can to get by. Same thing with the European side. The only difference is skin color. It's the only difference. Everything else is the same. People who <clears throat> aren't Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And grew up around Hispanic people and spend time around Hispanic people aren't for a border wall. People who, and they're always exceptions, people who, like like you, Mm -hmm. you spend a substantial amount of time around black people. Mm -hmm. I've never heard you even say like a black joke that would be considered out of line. Like, because I want to live. <laughs> because That's you're, because I, you understand, yeah, like, too. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah it's not right. It's because you see how people live. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason that people say like there's a racial division, and there's a racial division because people choose not to know how other people live. Because mm-hmm. you know what happens when you spend time around people. Then your ideals and morals are questioned, and you have to wonder why you've been such a piece of shit for so long. I mean, I, I just think there's so much value in getting to know how other people live. I think it makes you a better citizen of the world. Um, it came that same debate came back up. So the ACC tax didn't pass, right? It didn't. It did not. Oh wow! But the Pflugerville ISD tax did. Okay. So. Flugerville people are fucking morons, by the way. Somebody who was kind of strongly in favor of. That's fine. That's not me. No, I know. Somebody who basically said like, okay, well, you want to support the high school kids. Mm -hmm. Here are like 15 things you can donate to for teachers. Um. And people were like, this was this really is exactly what somebody said. I kid you not. Okay. They were like, well, we support the high school thing. Um, but I paid my way through college. And people shouldn't expect handouts for college. Were they a baby boomer? Because baby boomers pretty much got handouts throughout their whole life growing up. Part of being a good citizen mm-hmm. is... Once you 
become successful, it's putting other people in a position to be successful. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine you had two treasure maps. You find treasure. Yeah. More than you can ever spend in your whole life. You would literally have to go back to where you live and get somebody else to help you carry the second treasure. Mm-hmm. And you already got as much as you'll ever need. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. There's somebody there next to you that can go get that second treasure. Imagine not handing them the map. Imagine breaking your back for twice as much money as you could ever spend. It's just Instead of just being like, yo. That's now, American now, greed. Granted, they still have to go find it. They still got to make the trek to go get the yeah, map. Exactly. You're not just handing them the money. Yeah. You're saying, yo. Here's the path. You can go find make it, it happen. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, like a lot of it, baby boomers are full of shit. Baby boomers were handed probably the best economy this country's ever had. They had they didn't have to worry about nothing. They, they grew up in a time where dad could go to work, be the only one working. Mom could stay home, raise kids, you know, have money to provide the best food on the table. Payment, you know, car payments, house payments, uh, tuition, everything was low. My mom, I think for like a whole semester, like at Texas State, paid less. Um, no, she didn't really pay for it because... Again, they, they had bills and things back mm-hmm. then that helped out people to go to college. Pretty much made it damn near free, mm-hmm. you know, for people to come out. Like, she like she, she never had uh, college loans. She never had a, a you know, my grandma, um, you know, she raised my uh, my aunts and uncles, all five of them, not because my grandpa deserved them, but because he died early. Mm-hmm. So my grandma was able to work. She's like, they're uh, make enough money to where she could work, make, you know, buy textiles and stuff or whatever to basically make my aunts uh, and uncles school clothes mm-hmm. from hand sewed it together jeans and everything and to where they could be successful like and today tuition is crazy you know one semester of college can cost you know damn near you know between seven and ten grand mm-hmm. the same education that 30 40 years ago people that were in the baby boomers era that they got to have as well and they paid less than probably 500 a semester I mean, like I said, it's next to nothing. It's apples and oranges. And so I, I get really tired of when I when I see these old-ass baby boomers and talk about, well, I did this, and I did that. No, you didn't. Shut the fuck up. The government helped you out. They made it easy for you to be successful. And it's like I tell my students, like, I do what I can to help them be successful. So Because at, at the end of the day, I'm going to be 78 years old one day. More than likely, I'm going to be alone. My ass got to be in a nursing Home, it's not, hopefully, I don't get to the point. Hopefully, you know, they'll have legalized uh, self suicide, and I'll just do that shit, say fuck that, because I'm not trying to have, uh, you know, someone pretty much rob me while I'm fucking just laying in bed or whatever. But, but, you know, I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, but like these kids growing up, the next generation, they're going to be the ones to take care of us. They got next. Right now, we're in the game. The kids, like in middle, elementary, middle school, they got next. And so they're going to be the next way to take care of it. We got to do everything in our power to make sure that um, they have the paths to succeed. And you know they're motivated. I mean, like, and again, if you help them out, you know, show them the way. Yeah, they're gonna be motivated. You know, shout out to Rice University. Like, I mean, you yeah, saw that's this. Dope. Yes, yeah. Rice is doing what needs to happen. Basically, uh, if you're not aware, Rice University, um, they're gonna allow. 
free tuition for households uh, for students uh, coming from households that make under 60k. They're gonna give free tuition and room and board and basically food for um, for families. I'm sorry, no, it's for 100 under 100k gets free tuition under the 60k. Room and board, books, tuition, everything. So pretty much it's like, you know, if, if you have the qualifications to get in here, if you can't pay for it, don't worry. Like, we got you. That's a beautiful thing. It's That's the way it should like be. It's like smart kids mm-hmm. with less resources yeah. should probably get a bit more help mm-hmm. than people with more resources. Yeah. Because that's how you build a successful society. Yes. By encouraging the smartest people to pursue things that benefit everyone. Mm-hmm. Because, again, <sighs> doctors can come from, doctors and lawyers and teachers and whatnot can come from small, little crappy border towns. Not just your suburbs, like, you know, over in a, um, like over like, you know, in Humble and, you know, Katy and places like that. No, there's some smart kids and motivated kids down in Laredo, down in Mission, McAllen, places like that, Eagle Pass. There are, there's some good smart kids out in that area. They got the hoes too. That too, yes, obviously, but of course, but, um, but I'm saying just overall, like, like you know, education wise, like there is some good, there is some good smart talent down there that if you provide the way, you know, basically like, yeah, provide the resources, they will take advantage of it. Like, you know, don't make no mistake. These young generation kids are not stupid. They're not lazy. Okay. They're just like again they're just not really motivated by the, the kind of chances like they see they see us struggling with student loans with our debt and they're kind of saying well fuck that i might as well just join the workforce and just mm-hmm. go uh immediately just go to work like you know fuck it i'll, I'll work on cars i'll do this i'll do that I'll, I'll learn a trade so not though you know you know basically have thousands of dollars in debt and pretty much have to worry about that shit that's why they're doing that it's not because they're not smart Okay, they're 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 smart and they're motivated. If you give them the resources, the, this new generation kids they they will take advantage of it and they will be successful. And basically, if you're that kind of person that you don't want to pay an extra ta- extra taxes because you want to be very selfish, then I say you know what, go live out, go uh go buy some property, live out you know just um buy some property in the hill country. We don't have to worry about shit and live your life there. You know. Leave everybody else to, to do the business of what needs to be done. If a girl told you Kodak Black was sexy, what would you tell her back? If she told me Kodak Black was sexy, I would say, if you think that's sexy, let me show you something flawless. It's the South Conference Podcast, <laughs> episode 44. Um, yeah, and I just want to say before we get out of here, after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um thankful to everybody who chooses to spend an hour a week with us yes um, we appreciate y'all this thing has really taken off and it's really turned into a big piece of our lives and mm-hmm. it's something we're really committed to and we wouldn't be without all the support you guys show us so thank you so much um thankful to be in a position to do this thankful that people want to hear what we have to say i'm excited to do a lot more um, in the coming months and year. So, um, yeah, South Congress Podcast, episode 44. My name is Cameron. And I'm Peanut. One more thing before we get out of here. Cyber Monday sale, T Public, 30% off. Get your South Congress gear. Get yeah. your free Peanut stickers. <laughs> get your free Peanut stickers Hell indeed. Yeah. Guys, thank you for rocking with us this week, South Congress Podcast, and we're out.
Bye. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.